Hi, welcome to day 12 of our 21 day fast. My name is Matt Brown. I'm the life group director here at Passionate Life Church, and I'm excited this morning to talk to you about self-control. Uh, we've been talking about the fruits of the spirit. It's the last one. It's a really good one. So just stick with me a little bit. Um, so I want to throw this out there. Self-control is disciplined love. Um, I want to tell you a little story about uh, in my past when I used to work at Starbucks, uh, there was a gal that I worked with that um, was pretty mean to me, um, and I didn't really care for that, right? I wasn't good at setting up boundaries for myself or respect, um, so I kind of just took that uh, abuse. And so uh, one day I just grabbed a coworker, and we were in the back. Um, the gal wasn't there, so I thought, okay, today's my day. I'm just going to vent. All this anger had just kind of built up in my life, and so I vented to this coworker about this other gal. Well, of course, what happens, that gal came in to pick something up on her day off. And so a relationship that was fractured um, and broken was pretty much destroyed. Uh, so the next few months of us working together, um, because of my words, um, there was no restoration or healing in that. I see that for me as a moment without self-control. I did not exhibit disciplined love. Um, self-control can usually be thought of uh, with restraint or moderation. And uh, if I showed restraint by maybe talking to somebody that wouldn't affect the workplace, if I needed to get that type of anger, that type of poison out, vent that out in a safe space that's not gonna hurt anybody else, that would be restraint. Uh, moderation might actually look in that situation like having a conversation with her, gaining more understanding, trying to get a perspective. So I'm quickly just going to read a couple of definitions. The definition of restraint is to prevent from doing, exhibiting, or expressing something. And moderation, avoiding extremes of behavior or expression, observing reasonable limits. The flesh leans towards controlling our circumstance, yet we struggle in self-control. Why? Um, if you look at society right now, uh, people say, do what feels good. Right? And it's not about moderation. It's not about restraint. And so uh, a lot of times people look at that and they say, well, do what you want. Um, but self-control, the way I look at it, is actually guardrails in my life. Um, not just to protect me, but also to protect other people. The flesh often leans towards controlling our circumstance. Um, but if you rely on the Holy Spirit, we're going to see a different way. So I'm just going to read from uh, Proverbs 25, 28, and uh, I like using the Bible app because it's really easy for me to compare different versions. So uh, first I'm going to read in the NIV, Proverbs 25, 28. Like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. And as the message puts it, a person without self-control is like a house with its doors and windows knocked out. Typically, self-control is often talked about when it comes to hurting other people, like, don't do this, don't do that, that's going to hurt somebody else. But I know in my life, I look at it as, uh, as guardrails and a protection for me. I think specifically how self-control has benefited me is with my purity. Um, I've struggled in the past with my purity, but when I really look to God and I look to the Holy Spirit to build me up in that self-control, my relationships are better. I'm not uh, wasting hours at a time. Um, 
um, with impure thoughts or trying to um, have bad relationships. Uh, it, that was a huge step for me in self-control just to date Christians, to say, hey, I am not going to date anybody that doesn't believe what I believe. And so I look at those as kind of the positive benefits of self-control. It's interesting that this should come up because I recently was listening to a podcast um, uh, from a prisoner and he was talking about doing good versus doing bad. And he said it takes the same amount of energy. It takes the same amount of energy to say a swear word as it does to say an intelligent word. And so when it comes to self-control, it's just about asking the Holy Spirit, how can I revert that energy into something good? So uh, just a little analogy on what lack of self-control looks like is just taking up a soda bottle and shaking it up, but really desiring that soda and cracking it open and blowing up in your face. That's a life without self-control. Self-control is taking that shaken up soda bottle, placing it on the table and giving it time, maybe giving a little bit of perspective and understanding, looking for wisdom and discernment in that, praying and listening to what God wants you to do. That way life doesn't blow up in your face making an impact. Do you struggle with self-control? Does your anger get the best of you? I would challenge you to ask, what is the root of that anger? Ask God. Um, see what He wants you to do with that anger. Journal and ask God to heal you in that area. We'd love to agree with you in prayer. You can send your prayer request to text at 303-726-8672. So I'm just going to close today out in um, just a prayer. I just want to thank you so much for uh, joining me this morning um, and talking about something that doesn't get talked about very often, but that's self-control. Um, so Father, just thank you so much for this time. Thank you for um, everybody who's joining us today um, in this fast. And I just ask for greater levels of self-control. Uh, give awareness over the areas that uh, we might need a little more restraint and moderation. Uh, that we want to be more like you and less like ourselves. So Father, we just uh, honor and bless everyone who has joined us this morning and know that your Holy Spirit is with us and here to help protect us. And so God, we just, uh, we just give up our will to you. We love you, Lord, and it's in Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Thanks, guys. See you later.